earlier this morning, I was actually taking my graduation photos. You know, I've been dressed in it all morning for about an hour taking photos. And at one point, the girl shows me the, you know, one of the photos standing in front of the South building with my tassel and everything. And it kind of just hit me like in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm graduating. It kind of hit me like a, you know, like a waterfall. That was Carlos Perez Hadrich. He's a Chancellor Science Scholar and a senior at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, studying biology with minors in neuroscience and chemistry. Welcome to Well Said, Carolina's official storytelling podcast. Perhaps it's more accurate to say that Carlos studied biology, neuroscience, and chemistry at Carolina. The Miami native will graduate from Carolina at winter commencement, which takes place on Sunday, December 16th in the Dean E. Smith Center. It means a culmination of a lot of things. In a way, coming to Carolina in the first place was, you know, leaving Miami, uh, you know, a place that was always my home, and my family's still there. I'm actually the youngest of three, but I was the first to leave home. It was kind of my way to find myself a bit. There was a lot of influence around me in Miami to, you know, go maybe be a doctor, go into business or do real estate. And I felt that going away and finding my own path was really important to me. And now that I'm graduating, studying biology with plans to go into the medical field, it's definitely the culmination of who I've wanted to become and then the next step forward as well. Carlos is most looking forward to spending time with his family this weekend and showing them around Chapel Hill, his adopted home. I guess I'm pretty excited to have my family up here and everything all together. You know, they've all visited me at different points. And, you know, my sister brought me in. She actually drove up and moved me into my new room this year. My parents dropped me off, of course. Um, but I've never had my whole family here at one time. And so for everyone to be here and, you know, I'll be able to show them around. I really want to be able to see, the, you know, the environment that I've been talking about for so long. Because you know, it's different when you can say, you can, I can call my mom every day and tell her about, oh, you know, this campus is beautiful. The leaves are changing. It's, it's, it feels like a home, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely become so welcoming to me. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, that's cool. And, you know, it's just a picture on the wall for them. They don't really get it. And so I'm really excited for them to be able to see where I've been for the last few years. As excited as he is to share that moment with his family, Carlos says he doesn't know how it will feel for him to turn the tassel and move from Tar Heel student to Tar Heel alumnus. You know, I actually, I kind of haven't let it hit me that much. You know, this earlier this morning, I was actually taking my graduation photos. You know, I've been dressed in it all morning for about an hour taking photos. And at one point, the girl shows me the, you know, one of the photos standing in front of the South building with my tassel and everything. And it kind of just hit me like in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm graduating. It kind of hit me like a, you know, like a waterfall. And it's kind of been coming those moments, like those random moments I wouldn't have think like, thought about that are kind of just like, wow, I'm moving on. And so I, I don't know how I'll feel in that moment that the tassel moves to the other side. Uh, maybe it's going to be another waterfall. Maybe I'll just, you know, get it off the side of my cheek. And <laughs> Something that contributes to these waterfall moments is reflecting on the personal development he's experienced since he enrolled at Carolina in 2015. You know, I've seen my kind of years change. You know, my, my goals for each year are definitely, you know, taking different focus. You know, from my first year, just what is my support group? What, are the, what am I going to be taking here? What am I going to be studying here? And then to the next year, moved on to, you know, what am I researching? What do I want to pursue at a, you know, academic level and contribute to a project? So when I reflect about it, you know, it's, there's these different threads that kind of tie, tie into one another. The, you know, the friends I made first year, I, again, still the best friends that I have today, the friends I made in the Chancellor Science Scholars Program, the students I met before I even actually started as a freshman or first year in my uh, fall semester. I actually met in the summer before. And, you know, we built these great bonds. 
And so, I mean, definitely some of the things I reflect about and think about often is, you know, the stories from first year and how um, bright-eyed we were walking on campus for the first time, not knowing where Genome Science Building was. Um, so now I'm directing kids to that building too, and I'm telling kids how to how to get involved in research and everything else. So I, I guess I think about it in different ways. The Chancellor's Science Scholars Program is focused on diversifying science, technology, engineering, and mathematics by providing access to jobs in those fields. And it's one of the things that convinced Carlos to come to Carolina. I was definitely apprehensive about becoming part of a, such a big school at times. You know, I've, I think I've mentioned a bit, you know, I'm from a very close-knit human community in Miami where a lot of times, you know, you say Betis Hadrids or Carlos Betis Hadrids, sometimes someone notice, which is very weird because my grandfather was also named Carlos and my uncle also Carlos. And so it was like, you know, everyone kind of knows each other's brothers or sisters. And it's, it's a very fun thing to be a part of. And so when I was assigned to go to a big state school and somewhere else, you know, that was something I thought about. That was something that I was maybe deciding. I was like, well, I need to find at least a way to make it smaller for me. And then when I was invited to be part of the Chance of Science Scholars Program, I was, you know, this is that moment. This is what I've been looking for. And it was a community of about, um, I think we ended up somewhere around 34 students per year. And, you know, they were the friends that I studied with late at nights, um, studying for Orgo to about two in the morning in one of our suites. And we, you know, snuck out of Chapman Hall just to um, finish studying. And, you know, it's, it's, it's the nights that we spent together. It's the days that we spent um, elsewhere, you know, going to games, going to, like waiting outside Keenan, you know, doing, doing everything together. And I feel like I'm so grateful for what they offered me. And it's not just the friends I made too, but also the connections I made to professors that I felt that, you know, I wouldn't have been able to develop otherwise. They definitely facilitated a lot of those connections. The Chancellor's Science Scholars Program is also focused on exposing these students to academic research. So that's definitely like a kind of a story that's almost like defined how I've, you know, what my future career is. Uh, a lot of my family is actually in the medical field. You know, my grandfather is a surgeon. Two of my aunts are general, well, one's a general surgeon and another's in plastics. My cousin's going into plastics, just a lot of medicine around. And going, going into UNC, I was like, well, I like the sciences. I was good at biology in high school. Let's, let's keep it going. And so I was a biology major, but, you know, I didn't know if being pre-med is what I wanted. And what the Chancellor Science Scholars Program, it's not focusing on making a bunch of pre-meds because a lot of kids are going to be pre-meds regardless. What it's really focused on is getting kids interested in research, getting kids to pursue and contribute to the academic world because it's just so valuable. And the things that the skills that students are able to get there and produce there is just really amazing. And so that's what they offered me. And uh, they connected me to research programs across the nation, really. I was able to do research in uh, the University of Michigan to working with the Howard Hughes Medical Institute in a different institution. And then this last summer, I was working up at Massachusetts General Hospital. And these were all through connections I made through the Chancellor Science Scholars Program. And kind of that path of, you know, going to different labs and being able to contribute to research to kind of realize, you know, I definitely see myself working in an academic institution, contributing to this field. But I also realized I would want that patient contact as well. And so that's really what Chance of Science Scholars offered me, the, the experience to be able to connect to these real problems and study them in a very intimate way and then be able to, you know, think about how I want to be able to address that in the real world. Carlos has been addressing one of those problems as a student. He's been working in Todd Thiel's lab. Todd is a faculty member in Carolina's Behavior and Integrative Neuroscience program. And it's actually studying ethanol abuse or alcohol abuse. And the project that I've been working on for the last 
about three years. Um, it's actually studying a certain neuropeptide in the brain. It's this anti-stress peptide and how it plays into the development of ethanol abuse. And so, yeah, we've done a lot of different projects, but what we've seen, you know, is that with continual ethanol abuse, this anti-stress hormone actually level goes down. So a lot of the way I think about it, and I explain it to my friends, when I say neuropeptide, MPY, all these other stuff, they're like, they nod politely. And, and you know, of course, but I'm guessing one of the ways you think about it is, and a lot of, you think probably about the model of addiction, right? Where a person, you know, starts drinking because, oh, this is nice, I like to drink. And then over time, they're like, oh, well, I need to drink just to feel normal, right? So the way you kind of think about this neuropeptide is that at first, you know, you might, let's say you have 10 of this neuropeptide and that helps you be at a certain level of non-stressed. Well, now that you drink, let's say you're at 15 and you're super relaxed, but over time, your body doesn't want to always be at 15 because you can't, you can't regulate that. So what you do over time is that your body lowers those levels. And so normally you'll be at like, let's say five neuropeptide when, and the alcohol is going to get you to 10 again. His time at Carolina has involved lots of research, studying, and basketball too. And it's helped Carlos develop into the person he wants to be. I realized, you know, how important my heritage is to me, you know, how important that fact that I was able to, you know, grow up in a place that understood, you know, my family and everything else. I realized how vital that was to me. In Miami, you know, everyone understands our story of Cuban immigrants coming to Miami after an exile and having to start over. It's just the norm. And being here, I was able to realize, like, how, you know, how important that is and how special it is to me. And that's something I've realized, you know, that I, something I can't lose in myself or, you know, eventually my kids, too. That's something I want to hold on to. It's something he'll hold on to wherever he goes. The next step is medical school. But first, Carlos will actually come back to Chapel Hill. So I decided to stay for a little victory lap in a way. Um, I'll be graduating, but I'll actually continue working in my lab as a laboratory assistant, just basically in the end, just helping out in the lab and continuing on the projects that I've worked on as an undergrad. So I thought that was a good way to maybe stay around for a lot of the senior fun activities that also take place in the spring, maybe go to a few basketball games if I can, but also uh, still be able to you know, contribute to my lab in a certain way. And when Carlos does move on, he'll always have some part of Carolina with him. Well, definitely all the Carolina blue I've acquired in my wardrobe. I think today I'm wearing a Carolina blue tie and stripes of blue. Um, but apart from that, it's just... I guess what Carolina has given me, something that you know, has modeled me in a way, is not just that the fact that you know, we're excellent in a lot of things, but that you know, we know where we come from and we want to give back. You know, we try to develop this well-rounded person. And you know, thinking about medical school and everywhere I want to be, in the workplace I want to be, I want to be in a place that respects people as a whole person. And that's, I think, what UNC has really showed over time, really going for the best, but also knowing who you are, like where you're from, as well as you know, what else you have going on in your life. And I feel that all the professors I've had and the friends I've made here really care about a person as a whole. And I definitely feel that UNC promoted that for me. To meet more Carolina students who will be graduating at winter commencement, please go to unc.edu. If you have a story idea for Well Said, or if you'd like to just let us know what you think of the show, please send an email to wellsaid at unc edu or send us a tweet at unc thanks for listening to this episode of well said see you next week